Boys proudly presents Bobo Boys, a Book Boys production. Happy birthday, little buddy! Oh, no. This is what I would be saying if it was your birthday, but it isn't, and so I am just going to remind you to keep it professional and do your job, because this is a podcast unlike any other. That is true. I can't imagine any other podcast doing what we do. Right. Um, right. I actually meant to say this is a podcast exactly like all the others, and there's nothing special about it. So don't get don't get cocky. Um, let's just real quick get us on. We're as well on this. Let's just very quickly get out of the way. You know, we had some something with a restaurant, and money was a thing for a while, and the LLC was seeming weird. Or people were thinking maybe we were in trouble financially or going bankrupt. And we had maybe said that somebody was like swooping in to save us or buy us or give us money or or whatever. I don't know where you're getting those ideas from. Um, There have been reports of an anonymous um, kind of buyer who was going to, if we were, if we had been in a hole, help us out of that hole by doing things with money that we needed them to do. Um, And it has come to our attention that we uh, have been threatened to be clowned. We haven't been clowned. We're uh, maybe potentially under threat of being clowned um, by longtime enemy of the show, John Favreau. And it turns out that maybe some people were wearing masks trying by the show and they were really, you take the mask off and it's his um, company of goons, Favreau bros. And they've manipulated um, the economy and um, they are in a position of maybe acquiring Poboy's LLC entirely and stealing it. And it's all um, below board uh, and highly illegal and highly stupid. And we will fight uh, to our graves. And, you know, is this a manufactured cliffhanger type of thing? I don't know. It, I don't know. And I'm not scared. And he's not scared. And we're going to handle it. We'll be fine. Oh, I'm, I'm not scared. I'm not even I'm not even annoyed. At all. No, me, me neither. It's just and so stupid and illegal. I just wish people like it's on your business. And listen, it's completely fine. And we don't need to even worry about it. OK. And like, I don't we want don't it. need to worry about it. Don't you don't need it. to worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Not gonna talk about it, not gonna worry about it, not gonna think about it, not gonna happen. Um, can't can't buy our company. We have a store online. Can we have an email address? Can't take that away. Um can't take that away. Uh, only God can take that away. We make only a lot we... of money off of our merch too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and sometimes people are like, Well, your website Po Boys Emporium you spelled Emporium wrong. We didn't spell it wrong. We spelled it differently, and that's a trademark, and that's a thing that we have that holds Here's up in the... court that will defend us from acquisition. Oh, and and uh, um, spelled it. We are also not a fan of the cops and the word police out there. Oh boy, you can calm down. Okay, you can calm down. Sometimes we make mistakes, but you know what? That's what art is: is making mistakes. And having ordered chaos. Okay? So you don't want a shirt? Don't buy a shirt. Or yeah. buy one. Poe's Emporium. I'm not going to give you one. No. <laughs> not going to give you one. But buy, I mean, buy one. If you want to get one, buy... I don't know how you think you're going to get one without buying one. Buy one. Freaking punks. I'll Everything's fine. Everything is great. Um, you know, TBD. Uh, anyway, I mean, what? I'm certainly getting closer to the grave. Um, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, I guess that's 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 what we all are, right? You know, um, just looking down into that abyss. Um, the end certainly closer than the beginning. Well, yeah, it's like Steve O said. You know, all we are is survival instincts, and all we know for sure is that we will ultimately fail. And you know, some of us are going to have our ten-year college reunion and our sweet 16 if you had those was 16 years ago and and others um, aren't what were you talking about 
Um, I just how there's no good Star Wars Hope? news. Okay, cool, cool, cool. In lieu, um, of, in lieu of talking about Star Wars news, unless you have Star Wars news. I don't off the top of my head. I think that um, more of what we're going to be talking about, like this episode was the news. Sure. Because yeah. of all the big moments. So sure. I feel like like that. I mean, we're obviously going to talk about it, but yeah. it, like they dropped. Well, it, it was interesting because a lot of times when they drop a bomb, right? So like um, spoilers, Mandalorian season one, um, when they introduce force healing in Mandalorian, goes in episode nine um there isn't necessarily a moment of that this episode but it does touch on a bunch of big things so um i would say that we can kind of there aren't any really news other than the episode that we're talking about well so here's what i want to talk about in lieu of news then is i think reliably um with with book of bobo fett so far and i think also with all of the marvel shows and all the disney plus shows now there's this thing where like every week they unveil a new character poster and they it's just you know a member of the cast and usually they'll do one for whatever big giant surprise character ends up popping up uh, I mean, I think you could probably, well, there were a few it could have been this week, but obviously, you know, and have you, you, are you familiar with what I'm talking about, Pete? These character posters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they post them on um, Facebook all the time. Yeah. Um, so I guess my whole thing is, and this is, this is true of Book Bobo Fett. This is true of Hawkeye or Loki or why they look so bad. Why they look so freaking boring. I... picture of character weird weird dust weird colored dust in the background that's just something better, to their that's just something to their social media department um i actually think they do their um teaser trailers pretty well because they're also it's not you and it's not you and i they're trying to get people that like have a disney plus account but like aren't tuning in to be like oh this looks pretty cool i actually do have some high republic news um oh because we are going to be covering that in two weeks. Two weeks. Um, and you said you did finish the book, Josh. Yes, we're going to be covering. our listeners may not have. Now, Josh, I am currently reading the young adult novel, mm-hmm. Midnight Horizon, mm-hmm. featuring ya boy, Wreath Silas, Yuck. the nerd Jedi. Um, and this takes people to Corellia. Mm-hmm. And here's a little bit of Star Wars trivia for you, okay? The... That, is this like, news, or are you just going to tell me about a chapter in a book you read? I I am just um, flagging this for our listeners, because this okay. came out, like, um, February 2nd. All right, so this is some news that, you know, High, Rebu- High Republic book came out. What is the centipede um, alien called from Solo? You know, the one that, like, Han is indebted to, that he... Lady Proxima, it, or the little Lady Proxima, yeah. Lady Proxima. Apparently, the goon is actually a member of Lady Proxima's race. Yeah, it's also like a snake thing. Mm-hmm, like a snake centipede thing. Yeah. Um, It's called a Grindelid. And the whole book, like if you want a Grindelid and Wreath Silas, you should, wa- you should read Midnight Horizon. If you were like... I don't want to read a book a book about a book nerd Jedi and some snake slug monster. <laughs> then this book might not be for you. But and where did you fall in that camp? Um, I'm reading it because of or my. Or should I say where did you think you fell in that camp? Um, I am really glad. Some, there's sometimes where something's so gross, you're glad it's on paper. Because my mind doesn't visually, you know, populate things that have a, a degree of grossness to them. Right, you have mind blindness. My, mm, you famously can't picture anything. Um. Well, I I'm hyper focused, so I can all I can picture are the you know the Jedi scrolls that Wreath's going through. I can't really picture the disgusting slug monsters in Midnight, Midnight Horizon, but. If you want to check it out, I, I don't think we'll talk about it too much in our um, High Republic stuff, but I'm currently going through that. We're going to be covering 
the third installment in the High Republic series the week after next. Um, yeah, we'll probably have time to touch on that. And I've read some more of the comics and probably, you know, at the end, we can at least touch on it. Depending on how uh, intense our discussion of the uh, whatever the weather name is for this book. Skyfall, Falling, Falling Star, Stars, Stars, that's Stars right. Abound. Stars, that's right. I've Fallen been corrected Star. on this. And Listeners, actually... please do not write in. We have already gotten your many emails reminding me that stars are not weather. I don't. I get it. You're right. Stars, not weather. Leave me alone. So we got that coming out. Um, hopefully Star Wars com ups their social media game and um that's that's all i have on my end are we gonna yeah. get to our our um our special our special guest segment that we're doing this week we're gonna get to the yeah the new and improved segment we well you know we get emails a lot and people's emails have been saying you know pete seems pete seems tired pete seems like he's got a lot on his plate pete seems very tired um, and P cap seems, um, so, so long. Cause he's so, so tired from, uh, compliments, Co- something that something I would say that would make you feel okay about what I'm saying right now. And that that's making like working hard or whatever. If you were like, Oh, pizzas are hard worker. Give him a break or whatever. This P cap is so freaking long. I want to pop my eyeballs out. And so I guess for your birthday or whatever, uh, from the emails, um, this week we're gonna we're gonna you know rethink that schedule, that that segment a little bit, and uh, it's gonna be Josh Cap. We're gonna do Josh Cap this week, uh, you know, and then you know Pete could do his thing next week again, or you know we'll see what the emails say. Um, Pete's Pete Cap famously the segment where um, Pete recaps the episode. Um, and it usually runs between um, two to five hours. And so I'm just, you know, I, you know, I just figured, let's see, you know, what this segment would look like. Okay, Josh, you've beaten it into the ground. Okay. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) listeners here, um, you can start with me. Okay. So get at the ready position, the ready position um, for pushups. So if Josh is going to finish the Josh cap, by the time you finish 100 push-ups. So for me, that's probably around two, three and a half minutes. But again, mm-hmm. impeccable form. Yeah. The physique of an Adonis. <clears throat> um, the ability to just funnel all of that anger for some particular reason into a particular part of your body. Mm-hmm. But for you all, you know, maybe it takes a little bit longer. The so palms. As soon as Josh starts... Um, hit that. All right. hundred pushups yeah, countdown. Um, and let's hit it. Let, let's, let's start that, that push cap, Josh cap. So Pike should be in goons in the desert. Cause spice must flow. Mr. Timothy's back and he obliterates them with like, it's so easy. Once again, killing pikes is so easy. They're not a big deal. Why are we afraid of the pikes? Oh, we're not afraid of the pikes. That's like a huge part of the problem. Okay. So I get that. And then, Oh, here's Mando. He's flying in a Kylo Ren's teenage bedroom where he's trying to find Lil Yanni back from the other show, but R2-D2 won't let him, so he has to sit around and watch robots build a rock fort while Luke trains Yanni up on a hill how to trick people into thinking he's real. Fortunately, Ahsoka is already around to tell Mando, no, you can't give a kid a little present because it will make everything harder for him to learn how to pretend to be real in front of people. I will give him his little gift for you. You go away. Uh, and I'll give it to him, but she doesn't. She gives it to Luke, and they're all like, oh, I knew your dad. Looks like we've talked before, I guess, and Luke is decidedly anti-friends, which is so very interesting because mm, let me think about someone I know who famously has friends and who might Save it for be. the discussion. What Save it for the discussion. Josh Cap, keep going. Keep going, Josh Cap. And I'm thinking, hmm, well, what else can we get up to? And then, meanwhile, back on Boring Arrakis, Mando goes to a meeting with Bobo. Whoa, I don't even know if Bobo says anything. Order 66. And sure, Luke looks at Order 66 and goes, here, Lil Yanni, let me look in you and show you your own memory. And Lil Yanni kind of remembers that. I don't know. I think they're doing some sort of Fallen Order type PTSD tie-in thing with him losing his connection to the Force. Long hair, don't care. Uh, Bobo and the teens are having a meeting. I don't even think Bobo even says anything. 
and Mandalorian's hanging out there, but not for long because he does not want to be on this show. So he throws the whole thing on his back and leaves and goes to ask Mr. Timothy to convince whoever the goons are that work for him, go beat up these pikes like you did so, so easily at the beginning. Like there were four of them, they're one of you, and you took out three in like two seconds. And go do that for us for free, which does or does not work because before he can like ask everybody, the oldest, oldest blue man comes out of nowhere and shoots the sheriff and he shot the deputy. But did he kill uh you know the the sheriff or are some sheriffs too handsome uh to die the end all right listeners so stop okay um get some water all right and remember you can feel free stop the episode whenever you'd like okay so you can even go. Yeah, back. I mean, you don't even really need a wrist on the rest of the episode. You can, you can, we can, we can, you can be done now. Yeah, you can, you can easily be done because you've got all the nitty gritty details mm-hmm. with that. So that was a a way to do um, the Josh cap. And mm-hmm. hey, let's let's get into this episode. So you want to start? Well, I. Hmm. I really want to spend the most time talking about the Jedi Temple. Um, but let me let me let me do more of a meta thing. Um, so Josh, let me know if this relates to you, okay? Because I felt like this episode to me was um, and I'm trying to apply some of your life to the situation. Um, mm-hmm. listeners, so Josh, Josh comes from a military background. Um, he moved from military base to military base and as you know, on social media, there's these like videos of like, you know, the parent coming home from um, wherever they were. And, you know, they're they show up to a basketball game or they show up to something like that. And, and the kid's so, so excited. OK, so this episode, I started off with that energy, you know, seeing a little Yanni, seeing Ahsoka, et cetera. But for me, then it's like that. But then your grandfather comes back to life okay out of nowhere and you're like oh my gosh my grandfather's back from the day and then there's that level of excitement but you're also confused at the same time then your parents buy you a horse and you're like why do i need this horse when my parents just got back from from this and my grandfather's still alive what is happening why am i getting all of these things i don't deserve this i absolutely don't deserve this but this is just so so great um, this was emotionally beating. It was emotionally draining to me, um, for an episode. What did, what was your general take on this? Um, I, I think that, that little brief emotional recap you gave, I don't know that it was your intent of it, but it did like what you said. I feel like, why am I getting all of this or whatever? Uh, is sort this sort of a looking a gift horse in the mouth sort of maybe perspective? I definitely felt a lot of that. Um, I mean, it was cool. It was you know the second best episode of this season so far. I don't know. This Luke stuff is very strange. It it's exceedingly strange to me. Well, I can't the, like the deep fake stuff is really good. Like, is it? I just to what end? Why I, are I mean, we doing that? I find the Luke portrayal that they did just like the it it, it was real. I mean, I think they did a really good job with um with Luke in terms of the technology. Now, what Luke did and his decisions are very like they have to match it up with you know what happens in Episode Eight. So some of the actions he does, like at the end, where he's like, "You get to choose between these two toys." Oh, by the way, one gets you, you know, homeless and I never talk to you again. The other one, you're letting your friend die, apparently. Um, like what? That's just, well, it's, I mean, that's what it ends up going to, it's going to be, right? In episode seven, he's going to get a force vision and it's going to be Mando pinned down or something. And then somehow he's going to sense it in the same time period and be able to fly over to rescue him. I mean, he's going to pick Mando. Right. You don't think he is? No, I guess I don't understand where the friend dying comes in. Oh, well, I mean, that's just like the... 
the implication. You know, it's like interesting. So you think Luke is going to show up on Tatooine? I guess so. I, it does I don't... seem like why else are you doing this? But for that to happen, I guess. Yeah, and it, it it just doesn't make. I mean, Boba Fett and him have a history. So what? We're just gonna have of they the... ignored it in the Mando two finale. <laughs> of Boba Fett three... with one of the most distinctive ships you can imagine, and him and Luke managed to totally avoid one another. Yeah, and it's also like you you're only getting three sentences of dialogue out of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. um, which is generous because you've give, been given a grunt the last two and a half episodes, basically. Yeah, but before um, then, we got a lot of sitting on backwards chair talk. Um, no, I mean this was this was a pretty wild episode. I haven't rewatched it yet. I'm definitely gonna rewatch it. Um, but it, yeah, it, it is one of those. I don't know. I just can't let you shave film. Like, what? What is going on? What? What is going on? <laughs> well, I... and there's some positive emotion there and some confused emotion there. I am like, and I don't know why I let myself get hung up on the semantics so much, but the fact that this is Book of Boba Fett is just continues to perplex me. Like this week, I was just like, you need to just call this Star Wars. You need to just call this the Star. It is the Star Wars TV show. Just call it freaking Star Wars and do it like Clone Wars and you can hop wherever free you want. I don't know. Um, yeah, that I'm not, weird. I'm, it's strange. I'm not, I'm not necessarily like that's never tripped me up at any point. Um, well, you famously don't believe words have any meaning. Okay. And we're just going to keep with them. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I would say for me, it was like I screamed when I saw Ahsoka. Well, I, I shrieked sure. like, huh? when I saw Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Then when you're like, oh, my God, Ahsoka and Luke are actually talking with you, with each other. Like yeah. that had me screaming. And then I just had nothing left in the emotional tank for Cad Bane. Um, for when Cad Bane was like, what's next? Which Cad Bane makes, to me, actually makes the most sense between that and Ahsoka. Um, sure. Because you, I mean, we've seen the Pike get destroyed. You need to put a face to a villain. Which we, and we've talked previously, was inevitable. Like, it was inevitably going to be the Pikes and also someone else. Granted, this seems like, Cad Bane does not seem like he's running the show. It seems like he's employed by the Pikes. Because mm-hmm. I, I still think there is another... Oh, actually, it was blank all along. Insert name of pre-existing character for to get a poster after the episode here. There's, I, there certainly could be, yeah, because a lot of this episode is, you know, sure it's fan service like Ahsoka and Luke, um, but I feel like it's also with the role of we're getting an Ahsoka show. Yeah. So, like she. I don't. I don't know how the. He- I don't know in what world. Like she, when she m- meets Mando, does she know Luke? It doesn't seem like she does. Because why wouldn't she recommend him to Luke? Hmm. Right. So this well, is- but she okay. Because that's yeah. This is a whole. This is very much yeah. It reminds me of earlier things in this show where it feels like it's confusing the continuity of it all or what's going on. And yeah, she says. He asked why she didn't train her. And she says, once again, dodging what you and I might think would be the answer, which is, I'm not Jedi. And they seem to purposefully be avoiding going into that, which leads me to believe that maybe she decided to be a Jedi again. Or there's clearly there's something there that they're hiding from us that we're going to find out in the Ahsoka show proper. But mm-hmm. that aside, she does say something about it needing to be Grogu's choice. And so I suspect that him going to that temple, like whatever he did at that temple that summoned Luke required him to take an active role in, in calling out with the force and stuff. And that was like a way of her, like, I'm not going to just train this little fella because you say that I should, because I need to know from him. And I guess a way of him giving his consent to be trained or whatever is calling out through the force at this temple. Or that that will, I, yeah, I don't know. Why didn't she yeah. just say I'm not Jedi? I don't know. I think she knows Luke before this episode. I'm saying 
the episode the the last samurai the samurai episode from season two yeah you're saying that she knows luke before that i don't know about that i think but i don't like their meeting in this episode we're discussing i did not that did not feel like their first meeting to me oh okay so she had visited that planet or they had met before for to me it seemed no like idea she had been there for a bit right but i'm 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 suggesting that it's just weird I think that they have to have met this time because it would be weird for her not to be like, oh, there's this guy, Luke. Maybe he'll help you out. Like That seems like a reasonable thing to say as opposed to go to this rock and like see what's see what's up. Yeah, but you also got to figure Luke Skywalker is, you know, a prominent figure in uh, the all too recent rebellion or whatever. She maybe can't be given out his you know, cell phone number to, to everybody with a Mandalorian oh, helmet that comes around. We're going through so many rabbit holes, too, because he's, he, as far as, like, the books, um, you know, seven through eight, seven through nine, like, he is a, he's a myth. He's a, he's a, uh, a folk, uh, right, that's folk 30 hero, years right? from this point. Right. But at that point, you know, his name is, he's the guy that took out the Death Star, right? Is my under- general understanding. Is people know him galaxy wide, right? So I presumably, she, presumably she would have met him. Early, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 definitely something that there certainly is no definitive answer that makes sense. And I guess I'm just like, well, why not? <laughs> like this is not it's not something where I'm like, oh, fascinating. It's something like just answer a freaking question. There's no way the answer to this question is so interesting that you need to withhold it right now. Yeah, well, it, it's all you know. You're also, um, what? A couple. I mean, we're three years removed from hmm, when she gets saved in that world between worlds arc in Rebels. Spoilers for Rebels. When is that set? That's set before Rogue like, One, right? It was like a year before Rogue One, or or something like that. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess they still have not written an explanation for where she was. Rogue One, Episode Four, Five, and Six. Yeah. Um. Because as after six, you know, this is set what three six years after. She's still looking for. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, so... but but I got well. I don't want to get too much into the. But I, I got the impression that her quest that the, the end of rebels i got the impression took place after the original trilogy the very end spoilers for rebels guys we're sorry I'll, you put it in the episode description right so um you know what i um i am sure and this is gonna drive you um crazy josh I'm sure we'll find out via flashbacks in Ahsoka because flashbacks are a primary oh, tool, and yeah. it is. God, Lord, you're probably right. There, pro- we will probably um, get flashbacks of Ahsoka and that terrible green time. tint. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what do you think of the Luke Ahsoka um, interaction? It was cool. It was wild, um, and I will, you know whatever i have to say about the luke of it all it didn't it didn't necessarily it, it it's something that has amplified the more time i had away from the episode i would say the trick more or less work i don't know voice was weird voice was weird it's not as it doesn't it doesn't it's too perfect it's not dynamic it's it's weird it's sort of monotony in a way that i didn't feel like luke was i don't know it's so weird what, what they're doing it's not why aged, are they doing this it's not aged either right so like i feel like that's not even what luke would look like after episodes after episode six because he you know goes through a lot of things after episode six you know um in real life it's because mark hamill got in that car accident right um well, that was before empire or no that was before... that was at the tail end of new hope Oh really? Okay. There's a shot. Um, There's one shot of Luke driving his speeder from a distance. That that is not Mark Hamill because he was not available for reshoots. Okay. 
Um, but it definitely does not like it looks like it's just a model from like Battlefield. It looks really good, but it definitely doesn't have him aged at all. Now, the actions that they do, like the Ahsoka conversation, really mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. The frog eating components, um, I thought was really good. And the force theme, the little Yanni theme, um, that Luke theme from the end of season two of Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, this was one of those that like, I do enjoy the book of Boba Fett soundtrack. I, I think that book of Boba probably has the best. Um, well, it, it has a very good introduction, um, song, but it just doesn't get you the same way the Mandalorian does. Like no. it, that, and to be that, fair, the Mandalorian score, I feel like, is particularly good. Yeah, for sure. And we also have the benefit of time, too, of, you know, we have that connection to little, little Yanni. So when they're showing, you know, and playing that little Yanni, like, we are already, as an audience, for those of you that were watching this, are drawn to it and more impacted than the Boba Fett stuff just due to the lack of time and then also due to the lack of caring. Mm. <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. This is a strange episode. I need to. I. I need to rewatch it. But I. I don't know. Just this. It's not even anyone's real voice. Like just the amount of. It's just such a weird backwards thing because I feel like so much of the spirit of Star Wars is technological innovation and and pushing the medium forward. But this mm -hmm. to me feels like they are innovating to free themselves from needing to innovate. Like just just like the most desperate all hands on deck knee jerk reaction to Last Jedi or something where they're just like, no, we have to like dig this character out from like the digital grave. And I'm mean, just recast. I'm so like, I love Mark Hamill. I love Mark Hamill. I love Mark Hamill's performance. But this just feels strange. It feels the more thing well, the more upsetting it seems. Like just recast that role. If he's gonna be like a thing, recast that role. Innovate that way. This is this is feels very very like toxically nostalgic or something. I don't know. I don't I know. I am I'm curious. You, I think I feel like you're talking about this as if they're going to ramp up the number of Luke that the level of Luke that we see. And I would tend to agree with you if that was like, they're planning to do a Luke TV show that has this a lot. But for me, I just find myself being relatively okay with it because it just doesn't seem like we're going to see this character a ton. And, you know, it does suck that, you know, we're not going to see the Jedi um academy that luke starts but i just can't imagine they're gonna do a, a significant like significantly more of this i think they had the technology they, they love last year too mm -hmm. oh so last year you would have you would have thought that they wouldn't have this... i think you and i would have been having the same conversation last year mm -hmm. if we knew if we knew then the extent that they had gone through after that second making of mandalorian thing where they talk about like oh it's not even a real human voice and yada yada if we had known that after watching the second season finale which I, and i think we probably did touch on stuff as much where i'm pretty sure i said something along the lines of like oh the fact they're doing all of this to bring the character back would would suggest to me that they're not going to make luke a regular thing like we're not going to see luke again because they didn't even bother to cast a guy or whatever i don't know the yeah I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. just this weird, like, monkey's paw thing of, like, oh, I wish Star Wars would be innovating more. And then it's like, not like this. Not like this. Not yeah. like this, though. Go back I, to, I don't know. It's, I mean, there's certainly moments that I really enjoy. Like, the, the walking scene, I found so funny. Him picking him up. Yeah. Again. Yeah, and I mean it was um, cool. Just like the imagery of seeing Luke and Grogu meditating together was cool, and I do like that. You know, is is this thing like, oh, Luke is a Jedi Knight now? But it's like just because you're good at something, 
Pete, you can speak to this, doesn't mean you're good at teaching it. Like you still also have to learn to teach. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he is maybe not a master of the force, but he, you know, he knows the force. He is a Jedi. That doesn't mean he's good at teaching. How he, to be a Jedi. he acknowledges that too of, right. You know, so it can be like, Oh, you're a pretty good teacher. He's like, no, I think he's just remembering some components of it. Yeah. And it, yeah, I think it just, you know, some of the things we see Luke do in this episode or some of the things he says to Grogu feel like, cold or hypocritical or you know that luke that doesn't sound like the way you did it um but it is like but we also know character he's not a master teacher yet he is trying to teach but he does not necessarily know how to teach and we know that luke has to have some flaw well we don't he doesn't have to have some flaw but you know we know grogu doesn't make it to episode seven of him being at that jedi temple when Kylo takes it all down. Although, again, you know, Josh, you said this multiple times. Well, actually, we don't know that. Well, you said could have been in the explosion. We okay, Uh, (laughs) and then he's just what meditating for three episodes. Um, Dead. Why would you say stuff like that? Duh. Um, but we don't know. Um, (laughs) he's not in the comics. So they they have listeners. If you want to. Um, they have described what happens to Kylo frame by frame and the other <laughs> yeah, Jedi that are there. Fault and... <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Josh, you've said this multiple times. If they have an idea that they like, they'll completely scrub that from history. Um, yeah, I think that is apparently interesting you bring that up. And I, I haven't done my due diligence with this, but um, if memory serves, similarly, a book by Charles Soule, who wrote that Rise of Kylo Ren book, um, in his Darth Vader comic, which takes place immediately after Revenge of the Sith, like the day after or whatever, after he gets out of the factory. And again, this is uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but yeah, memory serves. There's like there's a part where the Republic is like, yeah, all these lightsabers we confiscated from the Jedi temple during their coup were burning them and then make a whole big show of destroying all these lightsabers. And I believe that Yoda's is one of them because Yoda, I think loses his lightsaber in his fight with Palpatine in the Senate. Mm-hmm. And the idea in that comic book and granted, again, is a comic book. It's probably one of the least important things that happens in that comic book. But for that comic book, which we're told is canon, Yoda's lightsaber gets destroyed. And then here we are. Luke is offering up. Well, Yoda's lightsaber here. That lightsaber also does not look any anything like the one he had in episode two. Yeah, I mean, could be he, you know, bought a new one on his way to Dagobah. Or he, um, you know, tried to save a Jedi and they were already dead, but their lightsaber's still there. Also, quite frankly, it could have just been whoever said it was Yoda's lightsaber lying to make a point. Yeah, I mean, we still don't... Do we know how... Maz, sorry, um, yeah, Maz, um, Maz Kanata. got Luke's lightsaber from, um, um, from Bespin. As far as I know, not yet. Okay. Um, can't wait for yeah. her to make a an appearance. I know. I keep waiting for that character to show up everywhere, and she never does. I would like they, to see that they talk about her up. in the High Republic series. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think I, I think I had read about that. Um, yeah, I don't know though. I'm looking here, and I don't know that he says it's specifically Yoda's lightsaber. So I don't even know what I'm talking about. He just say it was his master Yoda's, and now I want. Oh, to I mean, in the Darth Vader comic. Oh, in the Darth Vader comic, yeah. He well, he's def- he's holding up a lightsaber. Maybe that's supposed to. We're just supposed to understand that that's Yoda's lightsaber. Handle. So let's let's get into the next big thing, and then we can do some some storylines. Um, or some more specific things. Um, Cad Bane, um, which is yes. at this point the most. He's so old. He, well, he's so old because I was thinking like he looks like garbage. And I'm like, oh <laughs> right, but he actually is he so is old. garbage. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking to myself. I made this complaint a couple times about episode seventy and nine. Is they didn't push. It's all humans all day. They mm-hmm. don't have, you know, somebody that's a non-alien having a, a large role. And this might be our first look at that. Um, 
Because, you know, you have Ahsoka, but, like, I I mean, they... they Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka looks good. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with that. It looks, you know, she looks to Gruda, et cetera, et cetera. But this is like a, you know, no, no nose, those eyes, the facial expression with those eyes, the teeth. I mean, the teeth. it was really, 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 really good. And it looked like it was like practical. Honestly, it looked like it was lived in. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think like it's hard to like if you are a huge Cad Bane fan and you're a huge Clone Wars fan and that's kind of what you think of when you think of the Duro, which is I guess what Cad Bane is, it's you can you can quickly forget as I often do that, you know, in live action Duros are in a new hope and they have big giant heads and they don't like there is a there is a certain amount of um compensation or, or, or middle ground they have to find there between like well we know what a duro looks like we've seen a duro in live action and it doesn't necessarily look like cad bane it is not like a scrawny you mean rogue and, one you see they... a duro hmm? you mean rogue one you see a duro no i mean new hope in the cantina uh, oh right yeah 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 um and they you know there is like a big rubber head and that's not necessarily what Cad Bane does not necessarily look like. He has a big rubber head in Clone Wars. But I thought they did a good job of negotiating what Cad Bane looked like in animation and what Duro looked like in live action. Um, I was thinking about it because... There's a Duro that makes an appearance in Battlefront as well. Um, oh, the like... one that flies the A-Wing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poe's mom's friend. Poe's mom's friend. I forget mm-hmm. his name. He pops up in a lot of Charles Soule's books. Um, mm-hmm. But I was thinking, seeing Cad Bane pop up again now, six years after um, Return of the Jedi, when the last we saw of him was shortly after Revenge of the Sith. The first, as far as I know, which is not that much, canonical appearance of him that I'm aware of is a Darth Maul comic from Marvel that takes place before Phantom Menace. And he's a grown Duro then. So Isn't he in Bad Batch? Hmm? Isn't he in Bad Batch? Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, And that, yeah, that takes place before Phantom Menace. So it's what, like 11 years between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, plus three years there, plus 19 years between that. And, you know, so it's, this this dude's been around for a while. And it's also... There's uh, Dave Filoni uh, in, in, in discussions on the topic has mentioned that, you know, there were episodes of Clone Wars that were written but never produced. And he just always is operating as if those events happened. And I'm curious if that remains true for, you know, there was a Boba Fett Cad Bane arc. Now, the two of them have been together or have, have had a conversation, at least, I think, in jail at some point in Clone Wars, they share the screen together briefly. But there is like a an arc involving Boba Fett and Cad Bane during the Clone Wars where you would think, oh, there's there's probably some bad blood there. So I'm I'm wondering, are they going to pretend that that, not pretend, but are they going to treat that as having happened? Or are they going to maybe take some elements from that and incorporate it into this? Very excited to find out. Well, it's pretty clear that they've met before, for sure, based on that episode. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's saying well, some. Well, I mean, it some, is clear because they have met in Clone Wars. Um, and you he said some. He, you know, he's like Boba Fett's this bad, bad guy as he then murders yeah. two people. Um, well, kills one. Cobb Vanth's not dead. Probably not. Yeah. Probably just get a robot belly. But his um, his his deputy, um, who played who <laughs> plays Scott. <laughs> that's that's all it is on Wikipedia. Freetown's deputy Scott. Oh, where's Scott's poster? Um, it'll be it'll probably be there. He's also apparently this actor is a body double actor for um Tamir Morrison when he's in full armor. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so when he's not playing Scott, Freetown's yeah. deputy, no last name, JJ Dashnaw awesome name for a real person um jj dashnaw is uh the deputy and then he's tamir morrison's um full army full armor body double 
interesting. And Cad Bane is, of course, apparently Corey Burton, the guy who did the voice for Cad Bane. And they just threw a bunch of makeup on him. Really? Okay. That's really cool. Apparently, as far as I can tell. That's 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 really cool. Yeah, as far as I can tell. I mean, I'm sure there I guess there's a case there or it could be a case of they just use his voice, but my, my understanding is that that's him. Um, well, if you had to guess that the stranger was Cad Bane, do you if you were given like 15 guesses, do you think you could have gone to it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you mean just based off of the title? Uh-huh. Oh, no. No. But in the context of the episode, um f- 15 guesses, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I, you know, that was that was probably my that I don't know. That fight in the butcher shop last week was great. Um, but Cad Bane coming out of the desert was very, very cool. Even if we are once again kind of getting to the point where it's like, wait, didn't I see sort of this exact thing happen in Bad Bash earlier this year where they kind of did the whole standoff? But it was great. Him coming through kind of the shimmering heat. Um, it was great. It was great. I, I loved that sequence. I thought it was really inspired, really well done. Obviously, shout out to Dave who directed this one. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see Kit Fisto soon. Plo Koon, you mean? No, Plo Koon. Yeah, we're going to see Plo yeah. Koon soon. Yeah, yeah. You can't have Dave. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that, somehow that'll be who saved Grogu from the from the temple. Oh, for sure. In his, in his flashback that he didn't finish. Well, um, let's, let's, um, what'd you think about adding further to the Order 66 compilation on YouTube? Uh, where, <laughs> where we, where we get to see, I saw, some reactor, maybe I saw on Twitter, say that of those three Jedi, the middle one was the Sabermaster Syndralic. Um, oh, I'm not familiar. Yeah, Off he's the top of my head. He's like, um, basically looks like Dooku, but younger with long hair. Um, hmm. I I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. Um, maybe I it, I doubt it would be because it was three nameless Jedi. Who, I mean, I guess at that point you're not trying to kill the clones because you don't know what's happening, so you're still caught off guard. But like, yeah. there's only like nine of them in that scene. Now, certainly there could have been more, and they could have been fighting, blah blah blah. Um, and who knows who took little Yanni? Um, I'm I I actually think we're probably going to find out. Um, yeah, I was wondering if you thought we'd find out this in this book or if we'd have to wait till mando season three i think i think we're gonna have to wait i actually naively thought oh we're gonna see that home world and then we see order 66 i'm like yeah yeah this makes sense i mean you have to see it from all angles anybody who was a jedi how where were you how did you die what did you you witness as everybody else was dying it's cal kestis i was gonna make that joke too yeah yeah here's hoping um yeah, he's, now, he, he's gonna be in this next episode. Oh boy, That's he's actually a bad guy. He, he's actually—I mean, he—he—he he, he looks exactly like the the person he portrays because it's the exact same person, right? So it definitely does have the ability to um, show his face. If although, you know, he's. He just should 100 percent get murdered in his next game. Not because I don't like Cal Kestis, but you know. it it is just you know, it's hard not to have mixed feelings on the proliferation of Jedi who survive Order sixty six. Because it's just like oh, you just keep, you, it's just like more and more dangling threads that you have to kind of like, all right, well, how are they going to negotiate this with what we know then, and how are we going to, you know, I mean. All but extinct, Obi Wan says. So, how many is all but? Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, let's talk about. Let's bounce back to this temple because I feel like it was something you're really excited about, and I had to get my whole Luke thing off of my chest. But other than that, there are other qualities to that, other than my growing sense of unease about um the the synthetic man. What do you what do you what do you think of? The fact that Luke just had a bunch of droids building his rock hut. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, real. That's not, that I, seemed I thought, wildly I thought, un-Jedi for to me. 
Um, I mean, we we never see Jedi building things themselves. No, we know. I I I I viewed this as more of the hey, this is you know technologically advanced people. This is what would actually happen if somebody were to be like, this is what would happen if we got to see the Jersa family, um, on that planet building. You know all these different things. They didn't build them specifically. They had droids building them. Um, I found that I I I really enjoyed all aspects of it. It kind of had me thinking, like, oh, I mean, he certainly couldn't afford this. So is this something <laughs> yeah, that Leia. like Leia? Yeah, Leia's bankrolling it for him. Yeah. No, I yeah. I liked the design of the droids. I liked watching their commotion. I liked that they were building a thing. It just seems weird. I don't know. You think of this as being like a spiritual place in a you know i don't know it just i assumed luke would luke would build that <laughs> mm-hmm. um well do we know the planets i mean i guess we the pl- we oh. certainly the planet's not being hidden right it's i don't think they don't name it yeah i don't i don't think we know the name of it because we only know it from a flashback in last jedi Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's not even identified. Um, it's not identified as the academy where Luke. I mean, on on Wikipedia, it just says it was a forest planet where Luke took Grogu. So it's not even wherever he, you know, he and Kylo trained. I assume it's the same. I mean, it's the same hut. Yeah. So yeah. I also I assumed it was the same as well. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> any any anything else of note from the temple? Again, I know you 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 seem very excited about it, so I want to make sure we we give it its its time to shine. No, I outside um, the look of it all. I I mean, I, there might be a conversation. Some people are upset at all the fan service that was like. You know, Luke doing the exact same training sequence that he did mm. with Yoda. I just don't care. Like, it's not that big of a deal yeah. to me that they run through and do. You know, he runs through the conversations that Yoda, you know, used to how he used to talk. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, how many examples of being taught the Force do you think Luke has? Yeah. It's, that's, had- yeah, interesting. Interesting. Because I, I would argue, to me narratively i'm of two minds about this topic which you've just brought up which is narratively i don't i'm not like fan service i mean i get it a lot of like cool characters pop up but narratively none of it felt like artificial to me none of it smelled weird now making luke from a computer that's fan service that's like the height of fan service to me Mm -hmm. i guess is digitally replicating the exact look of everybody's childhood idol from the show rather than, you know, trying to recast or whatever, or doing something with, um, but I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think all the, any of the training stuff was, was, I, I didn't feel like I was being pandered to though. Maybe that just means they're pandering really well, but I also think like there is a proliferation of training and training montages in these shows and i like probably is every episode i don't i mean it's there there is so much training going on in this show sometimes multiple training sequences in an episode and i can't help but now like that starts to smell a little weird to me where i'm like is this just like all these dudes who grew up on star wars and Bryce House Howard also got directed. So it's not just dudes, but you know, all, all these people who grew up on Star Wars and now they're like, I learned this from Star Wars. So now I am going to teach. I'm going to, I am going to wield Star Wars to teach unto you, the young people, my lessons that I think you need to know or something. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's a lot of training. It's a lot of training. Well, it's also like you could actually do a bingo card listener. Of we're gonna see little Yanni jump and do something cool. We're gonna see Mando use the dark saber based on that training session he got from the armorer. We're gonna see um, Boba on the Rancor. 
because he, you know, was talking to um, the Rancor driver. And then maybe we'll see Tuscans. But like all of this stuff has been chore- choreographed without there being, I don't know, it's going to be a really weird episode seven. It's going to be a really weird episode seven. It is. The penultimate episode. Not least of which because it's like episode five, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I saw that you are calling this um, Bobo Boys as opposed to Pedro Boys. I would actually yeah, argue that this was it. more Pedro, Pedro. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, you know, you can only I put, you know, last week we called it Pedro Boys season three, episode zero. I'm not going to do Pedro Boys season three, episode, you know. But you could definitely imagine another podcast doing like this is actually the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, 100%. for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you make a really good point of like, yeah, a lot has been set off. You can kind of predict at least what the chessboard is going to look like. I think with the exception of whoever this inevitable kind of X factor. Oh, it was actually blah, blah, blah all along. Uh, it was actually Mace Windu all along. And Mace Window is actually Snoke. Um, I don't know. You got any? You got any big predictions for this finale? I would be curious to see. I I don't know if I'd enjoy this or not, but seeing the Mandalorians come to like sweep in and take Mando, that would be an int- interesting to me. Like hmm. Bo just waiting and biding her time. Oh, be. oh, not like uh, not the not the Death Watch, whatever other Mandalorians. Yeah, um, I don't really see where the happy ending is for a warlord like Boba, so it's difficult because um, he, you know, is doing his respectability politics, right? And it seems right. like it's going to all come to fruition. Um, but I'm curious where old Cad Bane and Boba Fett all match up in the grand scheme of things. Like who yeah. is is Mando? To us, we know Mando is you know the most fearsome of the four of them. Maybe Cad Bane is, maybe he's not. But like, you know, he's not known galaxy wide. Um, Mando, like, yeah, like Mando. Yeah. You know, people are like Boba Fett's dead. We know Boba Fett. He has a reputation for sure. Um, but you know, who's going to be the top dog that's kind of doing these fights and stuff? Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yeah, I hear that they're ba- bringing in Justin Bieber. He's the assistant to Thundercat. Ay, ay, ay. Now, are we we're gonna get we're gonna get the finale? Then we're gonna get the credits, and then of course we'll get um like another post credits, and this one will be like oh the Buka Bo-Katan or something. Got any uh, got any guesses on that? I actually wouldn't be surprised if they set up um for Andor. Well, Andor will be way before this, though. Right, but Andor, like, we get an Andor trailer. Oh, yeah, could be, could be. Mm-hmm. They're saying, and we don't normally um, proliferate this sort of hearsay on the show, but I guess it has an interesting because we're talking about, you know, we're going to do High Repo Boys in two weeks, talking about the High Republic, and then after that, you know, Pete and I don't know when the pod's coming back because it's just coming back whenever some star wars stuff comes back and they haven't said when um bad batch is coming back so my assumption was oh you know sometime in the spring we'll be back echo boys will be back but i guess some disney exec or some someone somewhere let it slip they're like oh yeah they're looking at may for kenobi wow which is like pretty freaking soon wow that's crazy but I'd be I'd be interested if that rings true or not. I'd also be curious if I don't know. It would be to yeah. I mean, it was already strange having Star Wars have a post credit sequence for Book of Boba Fett. But you know, the Book of Boba Fett thing was it took place after the events that you had just seen. So I don't know. It would be particularly weird. I feel like if it was like all right now fast forward or you know rewind twenty years or whatever and let's look at Andor. But I don't know. It, it would sense. be good to get a trailer for that. It makes sense to me with the calendar for us to get like some show in May because they're not trying to put like Book of Boba over any Marvel product, right? It went right. Hawkeye 
and then directly into Book of Boba Fett. We have um, Moon Knight. Yep, that'll be March. But that's late March, right? Yeah, late March through April. Right, so May does seem like a reasonable timeline. Um, and, you know, the May 4th something. of it all. Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely, definitely true. Um. All right, well, I feel like we've kind of hit everything we were going to hit. Um, I... It's going to be wild. I think it's going to be um there's there's no predictions. I mean, I it you can predict with yourself how much speaking time is Boba Fett going to get in his own show? 2 minutes. Is either going to be none or it is going to be he will read the audiobook of a novel. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Cool. Um all right, so if you want to contact us, poboyspodcast@gmail.com, at poboyspodcast is our um, social media handles we're on etsy poboys emporium don't spell it the way it's supposed to be and have a good one yeah and if if you know anyone from the favreau bros or you're at all affiliated with the favreau bro- bros organization um you know watch your back